Welcome to Life Concierge Podcast. Allow me to introduce you to people you can relate to, learn from, and connect with through conversations that are fun, yet grounded in truth, growth, and perspective. I'm your concierge, Sarah Heider. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Life Concierge Podcast, and welcome to any new listeners. Today's episode is a part two to our 30 and Thriving special with Morgan Pelt and Paulette Burks. Each of these episodes can stand alone, but I promise you will love and appreciate what we have to say so much more in the second episode if you make sure to listen to the first episode of this series. In this episode, we're sharing some of the mindset practices and quotes that have helped us get to where we are today at 30, and Morgan shares a few advice submissions from her Instagram at Columbus Living Blog. A special thank you to Paulette and Morgan for sharing in this conversation with me, and a special belated happy birthday goes out to Paulette, whose birthday was this month. If you listen to the podcast, please take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We're trying to take Life Concierge podcast to the next level, and those reviews really help. Thanks again for listening, and hope you enjoy part two of 30 and Thriving. Uh, But okay, so the last one from this website we're going to talk about is no one is always right. Well, I will say for me, I do like the no one is always right thing. I think for me, it's having a perspective of just being more open to challenging things and seeing things for maybe things that have been happening for a long time. Like maybe it's not just the way things have always been. Like that's not a sentence that should be in our voc- in our vocabulary in a- anymore. Um, I know Paulette, we've had a lot of conversations about Meghan Markle before. And for me, she has been the leader for me in trying to put this into my own life. Just that, you know, things are the way they are. That's, that doesn't make them okay. Like we're, I've just gone through life accepting so many different things that now I feel a lot less afraid to challenge someone and, or just ask, just ask questions and ask why. So I think that that is one that I, I probably learned it in the last, the last part of my twenties for sure. I went through the first part of my twenties, probably not challenging anything (laughs) at all, or maybe even in fact, just trying to fit into that mold and fit into the way things always were. But in my late twenties, definitely not. I love that. I, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Pull it. I was just saying, I love that. No, I was just going to say, I feel like I'm in a similar boat. So I didn't think about it that way until you mentioned it, Sarah, about kind of challenging different people, possibly in the workplace. For me, I have suffered throughout my 20s. And thankfully, it's kind of hit the end of it, but imposter syndrome. And I felt like there were moments where I questioned my value a lot if I could push back or make challenges to people who I thought articulated themselves well in meetings or, you know, in presentations. And so I felt like, okay, well, they know what they're talking about. I'm not going to push back. I'm not going to ask questions. I know they're right. When most of the time, I feel like none of us know what we're doing. Like, I feel like we're all just trying to get by, possibly be good human beings, do good in the world. And I think that that reality didn't set in until this, I guess this previous job that I've been in. And I've, I've started to empower myself in the same way that you have and kind of one challenge my value and my worth and how much I should be compensated and 
what I want to be doing. So you're right. Well, thank you ladies for going through that. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up that section and now move on to some of our personal statements that we feel we learned in our 20s or um, maybe we learned it the hard way in our 20s and we're still trying to figure out how to apply it to our 30s. Just all of the wisdom that we have to impart. One of my favorite quotes ever that I feel like I probably think about it once a day and it's probably the most calm minute of my life thinking about it. It's the quote that I posted on Instagram actually to promote this conversation (laughs) and it's an Oprah quote shocker. Um, and the quote is it's from a goop interview, the very first goop podcast actually. Um, so the quote is don't hold anything too tightly, just wish for it, want it, let it come from the intention of real truth for you and then let it go. And if it's supposed to be yours, it will show up and it won't show up until you stop holding it so tightly. Oh, I just like love this quote so much for me. This kind of goes, yeah, (laughs) it kind of goes into the, the whole idea too, that I just talked about, about the like spirit versus ego thing. Like your ego wants to like control everything. And I want this on my resume or like, I want to have a husband because I'm about to turn 30. Like that is all ego. And if you are leading with your ego, you're going to hold on to things so tightly. Whereas if you truly let things come from your spirit or like Oprah says, the intention of real truth for you. (laughs) Uh, Yes. I love it. That is the quote that gets me through every single day. So thank you, Oprah. So one of, I think one of my pieces of advice for those who are still in their 20s and have not hit their 30s yet is you've done it with your podcast. And I feel like I've done it with my blog. And that's just to start it. Um, Even if you don't have all of the answers and you don't have it all together, apply for that job, start that passion project, start that hustle, even if you don't have you know, 100% of what's being listed for the job responsibilities or qualifications. If you have 40%, you know, go for it. Um, I would say if it feels good and you want to start doing it, don't wait on perfection. I think perfection impedes on progress. And so I would just say, start it and then keep it going and maintain it and get excited about it and involve people that you care about and want to learn more about and talk about it. Like constantly have that in the back of your mind and constantly keep on doing it so that, you know, it can possibly turn into something. So I would definitely say like, make sure that you start something that you love and that you enjoy um, and don't hold back, especially if you have something in your spirit. And like you said, if you have something that is a part of your truth and you're leading with the intent of your truth to really find it, grab hold of it and just start it. So my advice, is to basically get rid of your timelines. Um, Like, I wish I never like came up in my head. And I think we all do it, even at at a younger age than our 20s. We come up with a timeline that we think um, matches, what basically matches societal um, standards. And so I think even when you're younger and you start making up timelines, you're like, oh, 20, 
25 is old and it's not really old. And, and then you get to 25 and you're like, oh God, 30 is old. So um, I honestly think like, you know, squashing your timeline um, will help you live a more happy life because you're not stressing out about where you are in life. Um, you're not worried about, oh my gosh, I don't own a house at 28 years old, but my friend who's 25, they just purchased two complexes. Like if you don't have a timeline, um, it will make you feel a lot more at ease. Um, and that's not to say don't have goals. I think it is important to set goals for yourself, especially in your twenties. Um, but I think it is most certainly important for you to squash a hard timeline because life is ever changing and, and you're not automatically going to get somewhere just because you wrote it down in your journal that by 30, I'm going to have a husband. I'm going to have three degrees. I'm going to have eight children, not eight guys. Um, but like, you're not, you're not, you're not going to just get to that point just because you wrote it down. And it, so it's, so it's there, you know, so squash your timelines, have your goals, but squash your hard timelines. Um, and just, just work towards, you know, like what Morgan said, feels right. Um, and then you'll be happier because you're not, you're not stressing about um, meeting deadlines. I love that. And that kind of actually does lead into my other quote that I wanted to share. Um, and it's actually an Aaron Brockovich quote, which I didn't even realize that it was her, but it is again from Goop podcast. So if you can't tell I'm a huge Gwyneth Paltrow fan, but um, it's part of the intro of her podcast. And so I, I hear it over and over again, but I never actually knew who it was. And it's when people stop believing that somebody's got your back or that Superman is coming, we turn to ourselves and that's where we become empowered. And I, I love that because I think it's interesting as, as a very, I consider myself a very independent woman. I've always been career focused. I've always been very into being high achieving and taking a lot of self-esteem from that and providing for myself. Um, but I always think in the back of my mind, I always with every achievement or every moment or even just every friend's house party that they had with their husband in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, like, this is great now, but it'll be so great when like I have my boyfriend or I have my husband or like, there's just always been in the back of my mind, like, okay, like this is good now, but it's going to be even better when this person is here. And I think I carried that so much throughout my twenties and I don't think it ruined my life by any means. Things were pretty darn good, but I do think it was like, just like a little cloud, you know, over top of me all the time that I, I wasn't sitting around waiting for my Prince Charming by any means. I was still very much outliving my life, but in the very back of my mind, I was always waiting for this person to show up. And so now realizing that, that that was just like so deep seated in me. And I have no idea where that comes from because that's not at all how I was raised <laughs> other than maybe it's like one of those things where you like rebel against your parents and what they tell you, because I was definitely brought up like you are independent, you pay for yourself, you know, that kind of thing. So maybe it's, maybe that's uh, some like reverse psychology I put upon myself. But, um, I think, realizing that about myself has allowed me to also be more present, which has been something I've always struggled with too. I love that Sarah, because 
from a different perspective, I feel like I've been dealing with that in motherhood. In the first two months, I'm not even going to lie to your listeners or to you both. I was in hell. I was like, what is going on? Why didn't anybody tell me about the craziness that you experience as a first time parent and the deprivation of sleep and the amount of I don't know, just like, I can't even describe it because it was such a blur. Like it's, I'm, I'm blacking out. Like one of the things that I constantly tried to keep myself from doing was, oh my gosh, I can't wait till she's three months. Oh my gosh, I can't wait till she's six months. Oh my gosh, I can't wait till she's a year. And one of the letters that I had from a baby shower as a piece of advice was to not wish your child's childhood away. Because at the same time, not only are you aging them up, you're aging yourself as well. So embrace kind of like you said, the present moment. And even though there might be some hard times that you get through, I mean, the the moments that you do have, I mean, they're, they're absolutely precious and things that you are going to look back on and wish that you were back in that moment. I feel like you know, sometimes we live in moments where we're like, oh, like I can't, I wish I could have gone back like, you know, to that time in college or I had so much, you know, fun back then. And I think that, you know, being in the present is just so important. Like, I feel like I do that with my daughter all the time. I'm like, okay, she is crying, you know, she's driving me crazy, but I have to just embrace the moment that I'm in with her. Like it is, it's crazy but I absolutely love it. I love being a mom. I don't want to scare anybody that is, you know, looking forward to motherhood or anything like that. But I just, you know, there are a lot of things that people don't tell you about becoming a first time mom or becoming a mom or growing your family in general. And I feel like I was completely blindsided. And then after I hit the three months, I was like, oh, okay, I can do this again. (laughs) I was like, okay, this is the reason why people, you know, have multiple children because you could tell me anything. I was like, "Mm, nope, Abrielle's going to be a single child. Every other day she was uh, putting that in her future and nothing wrong with, you know, being an only child. But I was like, oh, I was like, girlfriend, you're going to have to give mama a break. But yeah, I, I love I love your advice of living in the moment. I think from the perspective of just life in general, but then from the side of motherhood, that's something that really resonates. With. I. So I'm just going to speak on the person I'm at, guys, in what, two, three weeks. Um from the date that we are recording, guys, not the date that this is live, um, I will be turning 31. Um, So I think from my perspective of wrapping up my first year in my 30s, I would just say like, I know in the beginning of the podcast, I I mentioned I wasn't like super excited about my birthday um, last year. I'm not super excited about it this year, but it's not that I'm just like, it's not about me not being excited about turning another age or becoming older. Um, It's just, I'm happy like where I am, you know, it's, I don't feel the need to be super ecstatic because every day is a good day to me so far. So I think um, I'm looking forward to my 31st year of life um, and seeing what um, blessings and, and good vibes and, um, great memories come my way, but, um, I just think that, you know, like, like Sarah said, live in the moment and enjoy every moment in, in time and friend and, and person that enters your life, um, and soak it all in because like she said, um, you know, it's not like we can go back and live our twenties. Um, there's a quote that I put on like almost every one of my friends 
birthday post. I do it every single year for Morgan's post. I think I've done it for like my parents as well on Instagram. The quote says, this is the youngest you will ever be again and the oldest you've ever been. And so I just think back to that. And I, you know, I appreciate that because, you know, soaking the fact that this is the youngest you'll ever be again, it's going to change. You're going to be, this is the oldest you've ever been, but be grateful because this is the oldest you've ever been. Right. And there's going to be more dates that are going to come by and, and you're going to be older again. And it's fine. Um, with that, that age comes experience and new, new memories and, um, and growth. And so think about the positive things that come along with, um, your age, get you getting older. Um, I saw something on social media. I can't remember what platform it was, but it said, um, 30 is 20 with money. And I was like, oh, this is, this is real life. Like, absolutely. I enjoyed my twenties. Um, but I was poor. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> and so now as a, a, a true adult uh, with a career and with my life together, <laughs> thought my life was together back then, but with my life even more together now, um, you know, I'm, I get to experience those same things, but with more funds, which make it more fun. <laughs> so um, just think about the positive things that come along with, you know, your, your age. Awesome. Paulette, can I please segue into one of the pieces of advice that I received from the question poll that I put on Columbus Living Blog was from Alicia. And she said, save, save, save your money. Being broke in your 30s ain't cute. Facts. <laughs> that literally goes into exactly what you were saying. And then one of the things that I was doing before this podcast and being invited on here to kind of talk through you know, things before our 30s was I was listening to a song that's not really a song by Boz Lerman. And it's called Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen. And it's essentially this five minute long song that it's dedicated to the class of 99 that I think is actually quite present to advice that we could take today. And I wanted to share some of the things that he says in this song that I think could be beneficial to your listeners, Sarah. So the first one is Sometimes you're ahead and sometimes you're behind. Remember the compliments you receive and forget the insults. Keep your love letters and throw away your bank statements. Get to know your parents. You'll never know when they'll be gone and stay connected to your siblings because they're the closest ones and the only ones who connect you that can connect you to your past. Understand friends come and go and try to hold on to the good ones. And I just thought that that was, so great. And then he goes on to say, wear your sunscreen. You know, there are so many benefits, long-term benefits to wearing your sunscreen, which I think everybody should make sure that they have SPF in their moisturizer. But I don't know, if you have time, listen to the song, Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen by Boz Lerman. It's just really great advice. So that's my advice to those in your 20s um, and about to enter your 30s or considering thinking about ways you can improve your life before you can get to your 30s. And then also we have not mentioned any element of this, but please max out your 401k if you have an employer sponsored retirement fund. I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't say that, especially working in the banking industry, but never take the first offer, negotiate your salary, know your worth, and just make sure that you enroll in your company's HSA. That's a health savings account. And max that out as well, because you can roll that over into um, using it after retirement tax free. So 
just want to put that plug out there. Take care of yourself now so that you can be good and ready to go in the future. We got like so philosophical in this podcast that we didn't actually talk like real life. So I think that's going to be our follow up. Maybe we'll do like a plan for our 30s. That's like a little bit more practical hands on tools that we're going to apply to our 30s because of these lessons that we learned in our 20s. So we'll definitely do a follow up with that because that's definitely really important to me too. Morgan, were there any other submissions to your Instagram that you wanted to shout out? Yes. So some of them were from my coworkers and some of them were from um, people that have been following me for a little while. But one of them was find a job you actually like. In my 20s, I wish I knew more about entrepreneurship so I could have gotten myself out of the rat race early. Stop caring about what anyone else thinks. Start saving as soon as you can, no matter how much it is. I love that. That's awesome. Thanks for putting that poll up for us too. So we could hear a little bit from other people. Well, thank you ladies both so, so much. I feel like this has been cathartic for me in saying goodbye to my twenties and super inspirational and exciting me for getting into my thirties. We have so much ahead of us because of everything that we've learned. And I am so lucky to know both of you ladies. And like I said, I can't wait for some follow-up podcasts. Um, cause I know this one's going to be super popular. So thank Thank you so, so much. Best episode yet. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Sarah. Looking forward to the next one. Thank you for listening to Life Concierge Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps and you won't miss an episode when you subscribe. Catch all the latest from Life Concierge Podcast and follow at Life Concierge Podcast on Instagram. You can also visit the website lifeconciergepodcast.com to learn more, leave a note, or recommend a topic or guest for an upcoming episode. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.